Hey everyone, welcome back to National Board Conversations. And on this episode, we head down to South to Baton Rouge, Louisiana to speak with Megan Jenny. She's a National Board certified teacher who completed her maintenance certification while also studying for her doctorate. She leaves you with some excellent insight into her process and we get to know her a little bit outside of the classroom. This was a fun conversation, so I won't hold you much longer. Here's Megan Jenny. Hey Megan, thanks for taking the time. Uh, how you doing today? I'm doing well. How are you, Eddie? I'm doing pretty well, you know, just uh hectic time here at the National Board as always, but you know, we, we power in through. So we'll, um, we'll kick it off real early. Can you tell us what your current job is and uh, give a little bit of intro of yourself? Sure. Um, right now I am a full-time PhD student um, and I'm also a graduate assistant for the um, School of Education at LSU. But I stepped out of the classroom. I have three young kids and a husband who has a very busy travel work life. And so I stepped out of the classroom to do my PhD um, Oof, after yeah. I got to the point where <laughs> I was about to lose my mind if I didn't make that decision somehow. So a lot of work. No, man. And you, and you did the MOC in the, in the, <laughs> along the way. Why are you doing the PhD? Oof, that's a lot I of did work. my maintenance of certification. Yep. Um, and I was very lucky with how it came together. When I first realized that my maintenance of certification was due, um, I kind of panicked because I was out of the classroom and didn't have a group of kids um, that were my own to, you know, do all the things you got to do. You film your lesson and write about them and analyze. And so I um, went to my graduate advisor, who she is also a um, board certified teacher. And she suggested that I return to my school that I had just left. And um, we have a big population of national board teachers at our school. Our school has been supportive for years. And actually um, through the foundation, we have a foundation with our school, through the foundation has sponsored, um, I don't know the exact number, but quite a few teachers. And uh, when you walk into the school, there is a wall of pictures. Um, about 15 to 20 teachers at any time who are current with their national board certification. Oh, wow. That's really awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I, my first, my daughter, um, my middle child, her teacher um, is nationally board certified, Frankie. And um, my first stop was her. And I said, okay, look, this is where I'm at. I know you've done your maintenance of certification before. This is where I'm at. Can you help me out? And she was just welcomed me with open arms. Um, I started subbing in her classroom a little bit as an opportunity to get to know the kids. And um, when her, it, it worked out beautifully. And I, I, that's maybe an ugly thing to say here, but her son um, got in a, an accident and had to send a couple of days in the hospital. So I was in my um, on my own in her room for a couple of days and really got to know the kids well and the routines and, um, you know, ran the classroom for her while she was away. And then uh, when it was time for me to film, you know, it was like I had been with those kids for quite a while and um, it made the process a lot more smoothly. So I was very blessed to have her. And then um, my, my third person in my village, which if we want to talk about the blog, Eddie, we can get back yeah, to that. We'll link, we'll definitely link to it. Uh in the show notes when yeah then my, my third my third national board certified teacher who was in my village um was my editor ellen um she's her and i are both in the graduate program together 
So she um, reads most of my papers and I read most of hers. So this was no different in that we, um, I, she, you know, read through my paper, offered me a few suggestions for improvement and um, helped me kind of pull me through to the finish line through the process of the maintenance of certification. Well, that's great. So we're going to take a, we're going to take a little trip back to your classroom days. Can you sure. share why you, why you ended up becoming a teacher? Oh my gosh. Um, I think it was just something I always wanted to do. I, um, my first job was working as a camp counselor, um, you know, like a counselor in training or whatever at a local summer camp. Um, then I swam, I was a swimmer in high school. And so I lifeguarded and taught swim lessons. Um, so I was always just around kids and enjoyed kids and enjoyed being, uh, a leader, an instructor, even if it's, you know, leading them through a camp activity or through some lessons. Um, so it was a very natural fit for me. There's something we always hear. It's either like you were something they wanted to do or something that happened on accident. It just fell into teaching. It's never like, yeah. really like eh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and so, I, I mean, I started out my um, undergraduate, you know, in, in education and, and finished um, with my master's before I, I stepped into the classroom, which was a cool experience as well. well that's awesome. So why did you end up pursuing a board certification? I, um, I'm just really, I set a lot of goals for myself. I'm, I'm just internally motivated. And that was a goal that I set very early on, as soon as I learned about national board certification and what it was. And I remember being frustrated that I had to have been um, teaching for three years before I could even start working on the certification. Um, that ended up being out for the best because I think as a third year teacher, you're not quite where you're gonna end up in terms of your skills and your practice. So um, I slowed down, <laughs> slowed down. And um, it wasn't actually until I was at my most recent school where then it was, they kind of made another push um, offered to support us by paying our registration for the national boards. Um, and, and that's when I did it. Now in the piece, you mentioned that you had an administrator that was very supportive and very helpful in your process. How, how, um, how helpful was it to have an administrator be in a national board certified? You know, to me, the I, I think the national board is very reasonably priced. And especially if you're in a state that you get, you know, an additional compensation, additional pay for it. Um, but having that incentive of like, okay, we want, we want you to do this process so much that we're willing to pay for it for you was huge. That was what tipped me over into, oh, I'm too busy right now. I don't have time for that to like, you know what, if they are this supportive, if they really want to see teachers at the school be national board certified, why not? Um, so it was, it was that support and also knowing that, um, one day I was going to walk back into the school and have my picture on the, the wall of teachers. Yeah. You're going to be showing <laughs> off. You're doing like a hall of Right. Band. Right. I'm like, man, every day I get to walk past that and see, um, not only to show a point of pride in myself, but also to show that my school is proud of me, that I, I did this, I achieved this with their support. And, um, you know, it, it it's nice. No, that's awesome. I think other schools should do that with our, with their MBCTs. So yeah, how, did, how did going through the process help you and as a teacher? How did it help you grow as a teacher? 
in so many ways. Um, I, I think it is just such an awesome opportunity to slow down and really think about your practice. Teachers are busy and teachers have a lot going on. And it sometimes does sound like, you know, doing national boards is one more thing to add to the plate, one more point of busyness, but I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed taking, um, my notes from class from that week, my data, I really enjoyed, um, filming and then watching myself back and looking and seeing, um, oh man, what, what went wrong? What went well? What can I do better? Um, and then slowing down and having to write about it. It was just a really cool experience. And I think that experience was really doubled for me by the fact that I had two other teachers at the same time who, um, were at my school who were also going through the process. Yeah, that's something we we hear often is uh, it's easier to do it with with a few people to help you get through it because it can be very daunting and, you know, work on it a little bit at a time. Make sure you have a little bit of group and a mentor to help you get through the process. Absolutely. So we were mentors to each other. You know, we, we, we were like, what do you think this question says? And um, how are you studying for the, the assessment? And um, do you have a tripod I can borrow to, to film my lesson? Hey, the small things, like, the, yeah. like that's very helpful. Yes. And have, and um, let me, do you mind watching my lesson and seeing um, where do you think I should start? Should I start right at the beginning and I should start five minutes in so that I can get five more minutes at the end, being that it's contained to a specific time limit. So just having two other people and sometimes we like sat down and it was kind of like, okay, let's meet after school and let's really talk about this question. And then sometimes it was in the hallway and just very informal, like, how are you doing? You okay? <laughs> what's, your plan for, what's your plan for the weekend? You know, and um, make sure you don't miss the deadline and, and this and that. It was really cool. And I think um, the process was a little longer. It was the, I certified in the first year that the process was changed from being one year to being, how long do you have to do it now? Two or three, you can do it within two or three years. Uh, you have, I believe five years to finish them. Okay. So we were completing the components as the new components were rolling out. Um, so that was kind of cool to be part of a new class as well. So off the top, you mentioned that you're a PhD student. Mm-hmm. And you did your maintenance certification. How did you balance all that work? Like, I'm like, it sounds like it, it would, like, personally, it would have took me out. Uh, it might have. Uh, don't forget that I'm not in the classroom right now. I, I have been treating my PhD as if it is my job, because right now it is. That's the only way that I've managed to make this work. So I said earlier, I have three young kids. I work on my schoolwork while they are in school. And then when they get home, I'm a mom and it's beautiful. Um, So I've had to kind of step back a little bit in order to make progress and to move forward. Makes sense. So MOC is a relatively new process. It just launched in, I think, 2019, 2020. Uh, Do you have any tips for NBCTs that are going through it in the future? Man, tips. Um, find a village. That that's the whole point is to find a village. Find someone who can cheer you on. Um, find someone who has a tripod you can share. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and enjoy it. Um, it is to me. It was a good renewal 
um, but it's not as rigorous as the initial certification. It's really just like doing one component instead of doing four components. And to me, it was a very good check-in, um, but it wasn't going back to square one. So would you say that was the biggest difference was that it's not as rigorous as the, um, as the initial certification? I think the, the, the one component is as rigorous, but it's not four rigorous components. It's like a fourth of what you did for your initial certification. Okay. And then the piece, you talk about the classroom being your element where you feel most comfortable. Why does it feel so natural for you to be in the classroom? Um, oh gosh, that's a, it, it just is. <laughs> <laughs> that I just, and um, even now I, I do sub at my daughter's school. Um, both of my daughters, I sub at their school a fair bit. Um, once a week, every other week, something like that, just because I love being around. Um, the teachers know that they can count on me to complete their lesson, but like I still get to make it my own because the actual classroom teacher is not there. So whatever the concept is, we're going to cover, <laughs> but I'm going to cover it in my way. Um, I don't know. I just, it, it's who I am. I'm a teacher. I like it. I like it. So on this show, we like to get a little bit personal and know you guys a little bit outside the classroom, you know, because you have teachers of people too. We like to, we want to emphasize that. that Absolutely. <laughs> so uh, we got three questions that'll, and then we'll get out of here. Okay. But, uh, what is the last movie or TV show to make you laugh out loud? Ooh, laugh out loud. Um, I've enjoyed watching the Sex and the City re reboot. That, oh my that God, might, me too. Might date me a little bit, but <laughs> I watched too. it in college in my dorm room. And I'm enjoying watching it again. Yeah, it's, it's been fun. really good. I've enjoyed it. Like my mom watched, my mom made us watch it as a kid growing up. And so like, it's just been in my head. And now like I watched the new one. And I'm like, yo, this is really good. Like Carrie, yeah, yeah. Brandon, they're really good. <laughs> it's enjoyable for sure. Uh, what was your first job growing up? I talked about that already. Oh, yeah, I, I worked at a team house <laughs> with kids. Assistant I counselor, whatever they called it at the time. And uh, last one, what is at the top of your bucket list currently? Oh, I got to say, um, I am riding in a Mardi Gras parade in New Orleans this so year. So jealous. <laughs> and I have never done that before. We have attended Mardi Gras. Um, we lived in New Orleans in uh, 2007, 2008, 2009. And um, since then, we've, we haven't missed a Mardi Gras with the exception of you know, COVID years. Um, but I'm really hoping that it's going to be a great ride and I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. Oh, that's awesome. Like my dad is from Louisiana and he, um, he tells me all, like, I haven't, I'm from Massachusetts and he tells me about like Mardi Gras, like when to go and all this, and I'm, and I'm trying to make a trip down there. Like it's to amazing. go. It's amazing. It's so, just such like, a fun time. Oh man. Like I have, uh, I have two different personalities. I have, <laughs> I have, you know, serious Megan that gets her work done. And I have Mardi Gras, Megan, where I just let it all go and, and have fun and dance in the streets and talk to strangers. And it's a good time. It's perfect. Alliteration. Mardi Gras, Megan. You know. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. All right. Well, those are all the questions I have for you. Thank you so much for taking the time. This was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed speaking to you. Thank you, Eddie. Appreciate it. Definitely have to do this again. Absolutely. So much fun talking to Megan. I really enjoy speaking to NBCTs and hearing their stories. I just want to say thank you again to Megan for taking the time to chat with me and thank you for listening to National Board Conversations. Be sure to follow us on social media for all your National Board related updates and we'll see you next time.